Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess. Thank you for joining me once again and I appreciate your support and I hold no prejudice. I hope you have a great time and, and you will learn something. So today we're going to talk about a topic that we started in, in, in the last episode. Uh, Arabia is a Vedic belt and we'll go on and explain this Vedic belt a little bit. So I did mention to you very clearly and it's in and I mentioned it in the podcast that uh, the Arabia was once part of the Vedic belt and it was called Arabia in Sanskrit. So where did I get that? Uh, the word actually is Ar- Arava, okay, A-R-A-V-A with an accent on the top of the A. Um, now, it means, it means, it has multiple meanings. It means sound, noise, uh, noiseless, um, okay, um, it also could mean howling. It has multiple connotations. Uh, Rava means sound. It could also mean uh, silent. Um, but it also means land of the horses. Uh, and there are people who say it means land. It's a land of the horses. Arav. Um, yeah, exactly what it means. Um, however, the Arabs could not produce the word, uh, cannot pronounce the word V. So that became B. So. Arab, Arabha, Arabia, uh, it, the V became B, it was a corruption of the word V, and we got Arab, okay? Um, and I also mentioned that um, this, this word um, Arab also in the Sanskrit is taken to mean in the beginning. So the actual pronunciation of the word Arabia or, uh, was actually a r A-R-A-B-D-H-I-H. I I repeat, A-R-A-B-D-H-I-H. Arabdi. I repeat, Arabdi. So the actual word, the word Arabdi, from Arab, uh, you you get Arabdi, means in the beginning. Um, Now, why is it in the beginning? Okay, you, there's no real reason for it. There, there's no connotation. There's no history for it. But I did some research, and this land, uh, that's an Arabian Peninsula, is attached to the geomagnetic center of the planet. Now, the center of the planet is not the geomagnetic center. It's just for uh, our magnetic field. It's not the center of the planet as such. Um, and so our magnetic field, we have multiple magnetic cycles going through the Earth. Um, and these cycles are frequencies moving in currents and waves. And these cycles go meet at one point. It's Cairo. And, and, and all our energy fields will bring us 1.2 Cairo. And, and back again, it's eternal. It's, it's constant. As long as the planet exists, the cosmos exists. We have magnetic fields. Um, again, it's not the center. But the people, the tribes at the time, could have seen this as they would have known the science. They probably would have forgotten it. But whatever was left over, they made it. They made was made to think that this was the center of the planet. But should I say the, the beginning of the planet? And that's why Abrahamic religions say very clearly uh, theirs is the cradle of the planet. But it's not the cradle of the planet. It's just a geomagnetic center and it's Cairo. It's not Jerusalem. It is not any other place in, in the Middle East. It is Cairo. So all energy fields will pass. All the cycles will pass through Cairo. And it's just uh, they meet at that point. Uh, and so any land attached to that, was seen as in the beginning. 
uh, the beginning, sort of the cradle of civilization. And that word is Arabdi. It's a Sanskrit word telling you that this land was once a Sanskrit-speaking uh, land, and it's a Vedic belt. Okay, so why am I bringing this all to you? Now, if it was Vedic, um, it was during the time that there was a tropical forest here. Um, when the when the climate changed, it went to desert, and the tribes and the civilization disappeared. So the tropical forest, the animals, the flora, the fauna disappeared, and we all had sand. The tribes that lived here forgot this uh, forgot about this over thousands of years. We were looking, talking about approximately 8,000 years ago, so that's 6,000 BCE, uh, maybe more, maybe less, plus or minus. So um, in this land, when you're magnetic cycle, um, one very important thing to know for all of us, wherever we are on the planet, we have to align align with the axis of the planet in order to stop the turbulence, in order to balance it. That alignment in Sanskrit is called yagna. Now, what happens when you align yourself with the axis of the planet? Um, the axis of the planet, the magnetic axis of the planet, should I say the magnetic poles? I apologize, the magnetic poles. The magnetic poles of the planet are not stationary. They move, they move approximately 25 kilometers a year, so you don't know where it is. The geographical poles are constant but the magnetic poles are are moving and in order to understand uh, where they are you follow some symbols and that symbol was the cow okay the cow when it sits down after grazing uh, sits in the direction approximately of the magnetic poles of the planet. Uh, once you understand where the cow sits, how it sits, you can align yourself. This alignment in Sanskrit is called yagna. And by this alignment, you will have um, a stability, less conflict, less pressure, and, and, and more peace. And that's how you bring around uh, balance. That's how you bring peace. Uh, it's not by praying to. Now... Um, you see that um, in in ancient times, um, this is, for, for example, I give you an example. Okay, take a radio. If you see a radio and you're looking for a frequency, you're looking for a 92.5 FM. I give you an example. You have to tune your knob. You you have to tune your button, your your MP3 or whatever your computer. You you have to tune it. Okay, and until you tune it, you get some. Gr sounds weird, sound grish, 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 because you're tuning it. You don't know how, where it is, and you're finding that frequency. Until you find that frequency, you get weird sounds, and that's what you're doing is aligning yourself with the frequency, and that in the human terms is called yagna, um, and that's what the how the ancients did it. Um, you see the Indian subcontinent, we still have the cow. The cow is holy, sacred. Why? Because it in ancient times, um, once they understood the cow, when they when the cow sat down, uh, it sat in the in the direction of the electromagnetic poles of the planet. Once you understand where the poles are, you align, and you were, there was no uh, there was no distortion. Now, when these uh, when the civilization existed over here, they would have known this but it disappeared. And so what happened is that they started building stone cows. Now, they would have had stone cows even before the planet, uh, before the planet was, uh, this region went desert. Uh, but the stone cows to remind you is to use the live cow because you need a live cow for this. The stone cow only became a symbol. It was not supposed to be prayed to. Um, 
But the tribes of this land who absolutely forgot about their previous civilization started building stone cows, and not only stone cows, but stone anything else, and 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 different concepts and deities, and they started praying to this. Now, obviously, this, the, the deities are not going to help you. The stones are not going to help you. It was meant for a particular reason. Um, and they knew on the Indian subcontinent for a simple reason is that the Indian subcontinent did not lose its its uh, its uh, agricultural land, its tropical forest. It did not lose its tropical forest. What it did lose, uh, the the place who lost it is is the Middle East and and North Africa, but not the Indian subcontinent. That's why everyone ended up on the Indian subcontinent. But the Arab world completely forgot about it. Arabia forgot about it, and they started building these stones and and praying to them. And that's when trouble started. There was no alignment. There was more. There was no more conflict. Um, and from there, that void and that conflict and that loss of knowledge, the loss of science led to them form, forming these ideologies, the invoking the heavens in order to free themselves, in order to cleanse themselves. And this formed the various religions that came up in this land and from them was the Abrahamic religion. Uh, what they did was just to, took ignorance and started praying. And you see for 3,000 years, Abrahamic religions have gone around the world and, and butchered the planet. We've got 82 million um, refugees around the planet, as per the UN agency website, 82.4. Uh, 80 to 90% come from Abrahamic countries. So you understand that Abraham did not get it right, or should I say the Abrahamic ideologies did not get it right, and they've absolutely messed up this planet. But it originally started with this this land going from tropical forest to desert, them losing their civilization, losing the science, the understanding of the cosmos and how the being in the epicenter of the geomagnetic planet, the the sen the geomagnetic center of the planet was very important and to align with the axis, should I say the magnetic poles was of all importance. Um, the ancients would call this cow, the, the concept of the cow or the oxen, El. If you look at the Semitic, uh, ancient Semitic uh, literature out there, uh, you will see that they call the word El um, was then was called pre-Semitic, should I say pre-Abrahamic literature. They use the word El. El means the divine. And that divine had a symbol. The symbol was the ox or the cow. Um, because the cow was so holy. But they forgot the science behind the cow. It's very easy to have the divine called the cow. But it's, it's, you must understand the science. And if you go to the you know, archaeology, you will see in the Arabic world, in the, in the Arab world, you will see stone carvings in, in Arabia, in Jordan, in, in Petra, uh, of cows, of oxen. People don't say cow, but they say oxen because they do not want to, uh, to I don't know, um, have it say anything to do with the Indian subcontinent and Hinduism and dharma but you see many many pictures of the cow and the oxen it was called el okay uh, what happened is when the abrahamic religions were formed they used the same concept okay they used the word el but they removed the symbol so the symbol of the cow uh, was removed and the symbol of the cow 
then um, then became redundant, but they used the same word, L. Same word. And that L, um, then they continued praying to the divine. So they, instead of praying to the stone or the, uh, and and which came out of the loss of civilization and knowledge behind the science of the cow. They started not only praying, they removed the stones. Now they started praying to blind fate in the heavens. They inv- invoked the heavens and, and invented a God that they have not seen. And now they started praying to the heavens. So if you pray to the heavens, you pray to the stone, you pray to the sand, what difference does it make? You're still praying too. It's not important. You can't pray to someone because it's your currents that form the waves. You have to balance that current. You have to tune that frequency. You have to align. You have to surf. How do you surf? By knowledge, by understanding, by balancing. If you don't know how to balance, if you stand on a surfboard and you say, you know, Allah Akbar or Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, it's not going to work. And that's why we have so much of violence in Abrahamic countries and everywhere that Abraham has touched because they don't understand the concept of yakna to align. So anyway, this 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 praying, this these ideologies then then form. Um, understanding from from understanding the science behind the cow to to praying to to building idols, praying to the idols. From that, removing the idols, uh, removing the stories, changing the stories, rebranding the sto- stories, keeping the same phonetics, the same phonetics, the same language, and now invoking a new ideology, the heavens or should I say blind faith, and they invented the Abrahamic religions. So if you go to hebrewforchristians.com, I will put it on my web on, on Facebook, and you can have a conversation uh, with that. And, and sorry, you can have, you can take a look at it. hebrewforchristians.com, okay? Um, and you do Hebrew cons- consonants, Hebrew consonants, and you will see ancient Hebrew pictograms, okay? Um it tells you very clearly the Hebrew alphabet, the ancient writing systems. Hebrew alphabet originally was written during using a pictographic script. The pictograms evolved into the Hebrew script, sometimes called Paleo-Hebrew. Um, and it resembled the ancient Phoenician script because Hebrew would have come out of Phoenician. Um, this was the Hebrew uh, used by the Jewish nation upon up to the Babylonian exile, so until the Babylonian exile, uh, if you know Jewish history or Hebrew history, uh, they used the ancient Hebrew that came from, that uh, derived from Phoenician, and they used pictograms. Um, and sometimes you find uh, fragments, examples of this on clay, on fragments. Um, now, um, Today, of course, the Hebrew script has changed and it used modernized cursive script, but in ancient times it used Abraham. Sorry, it used pictograms. And the Hebrew alphabet is uh, is as such, okay? Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalit, Hey, Vav, Zion, Chet, Tet, Yod, and Kaf. And the first alphabet, because it's the divine, it was considered the cow, or should I say the symbol of the cow, L, was divine. Like I said, they only changed the picture, they removed the symbol, but they still kept the phonetics. So the Aleph, which was so divine that they made it into uh, um, the first alphabet of the language, and that Aleph had, if you take a look at it, it has the symbol of the ox or the cow, symbolizing that at one time, 
the cow was also used in the Arab world, which is the same as the Indian subcontinent. The cow was used to align with the uh, magnetic axis of the planet. They lost this, they lost uh, due to uh, climate change. Uh, they lost their civilization. They lost the knowledge and science behind the, the cow. Uh, they removed the symbol. They kept the same divinity to the phonetics, and they made the phonetics uh, into a religion and ideology, and now they consider themselves so pure that uh, they are the chosen people because they all of a sudden God came to them and invented a new religion uh, and gave them a new religion. So that's why L. Uh, in pre-Semitic times, continued into Hebrew. Now, in Hebrew, in the Torah, and uh, should I say in, in, in Hebrew ideology, they use God, they use the word Yahweh, because when the tribes were formed, I think the legend goes that one of the tribes, one of the uh, tribes of, of uh, Abraham, the Levites, were using the concept of Yahweh, uh, and so they decided to use Yahweh. I'm not exactly sure of this story again. Um... But Yahweh could not be used by every single lay person. Um, that's why one of the commandments of the um, Jewish and the Christian world is um, thou shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Meaning, Basically meaning that thou shall not associate your God with wrong things. So if the lay people used God all the time and associated God with wrong concepts or with, uh, you know, corruption, then the concept of God would get spoiled. And so they couldn't use the word Yahweh all the time. It was left only to the high priest um, and... Um, the lay people would went back to using the ancient Semitic words, uh, phonetics of El, and the alternate words that were sort of came about in order to supplement this void and keep the uh, locals happy. So they kept using El, Elohim, Elahi, um, and so on and so forth. You could you could uh, Google it if you'd like. Um, only thing that the difference between the difference between the ancient pre-Hebrew uh, concepts of El was that it had a symbol of the cow. All of a sudden, they removed the symbol and they used the same phonetics. So the, basically, the mind doesn't understand the change. The mind still continues doing the same thing, you know, because you're giving them the same symbol. So the mind is not traumatized. So they've used the same ancient concept that the Vedic concepts of, of El being the cow. They keep pronouncing the words, so the mind is okay, the mind is not a problem, but they just gave them rebranded with a new story. And now they say they are superior to the ancients who knew better, and the ancients who did not have so many problems were able to align. But these Abrahamic religions know absolutely everything now, and that's why they've been fighting for 3,000 years. Well, if they just go back to the ancients and understand what the science was, they won't have a problem. So um, if you if you Google... And you see, um, you write alternate words for L. I don't know if you'll get it. Um, it's L, Elohim, Elahi, um, Hashem. Uh, now, that is in Hebrew. Okay. Um, in, in in the Christian Bible, or should I say the Old New Testament, we don't use, we use the word in English God, but that was not the original word. God is is, is an anglicized word. Um, it's it's not 
the original. So what's written in the old um, in the Old Testament in in the original um, in the original Bible? And for my research, I found the word Elohim. Okay, so um, if you say you know if if you say what was the original concept for God? Because Christianity comes out of Hebrews, of Judaism, it's the same spin-off. It's just a different faction. And they consider it now a, a, new, um, a new religion. But it's actually a continuation of Judaism. Just another branch of it. And they invented with Jesus Christ, they invented some new concepts. Um, they still use... They still use... Um, the ancient uh, symbols and, and literature. And that was um, Elohim. So we're still using the old, old uh, tech terminology. Um, so you have El Elohim coming out of the desert which was originally uh, a Vedic civilization, using the word cow, but they've forgotten what the original concept was. This original concept then became blind faith. The symbol was um, removed, the science was removed, and now you have blind faith with Elohim, people praying to this. Um, And from there, you get Islam. Now, one of the words, uh, should I say Islam, has Allah. Okay, Islam very clearly has Allah. But where does Allah come from? You know very clearly that the Shahada, when they use the Shahada, they say La ilaha il ilahi. Okay, where's the word ilah? Allah comes from ilahi. Ilahi. That is another wo- way of saying El Elohim. So ilahi comes from Elahi. Okay, and Elahi comes from the concept of El. So they're still using the concept of El. Okay, they're still using the concept of El. It's rebranded and, and formed and reformed and rebranded. It, it became El, became Elahi, which is an alternate for El used by the Hebrews. Of uh, That El, Elahi became Ilahi, I-L-L-A-H-I. That Ilahi then became Allah. So Allah is a, I wouldn't say a corruption, but a re, um, um, a creole of Elahi. Elahi comes from Elahi. Elahi comes from El, Elohim, and comes from El. El, which is the uh, ancient word for uh, for cow or aleph. Um, and that's how you get the first alphabet of the Hebrew language. And even the Arabic language is aleph. So, basically, they're all still praying to the cow. They've changed the labels. They've considered everything, and that's why they consider everything prior to Abraham, oh, bad, everything's bad. Automatically, they have. They will never introspect. They will never search for history. They just look at the cow. They, they, they just say, oh, we are better. Everyone else is bad. I mean, go to the beach and try telling the waves. The way from that point to this point is bad. Okay, after that, they're all okay. Can you tell the waves that? Can you tell the currents that? No, the currents and waves, we don't stop. It's the same ocean. All you're doing is, is, is trying to say that one wave is not good and from this point onwards, that the other waves are okay. Are you crazy? But that's exactly what they're saying. In general, they're still playing to the cow. The phonetics are the same, so the mind doesn't understand. If you change the phonetics, 
and all of a sudden the mind gets turbulent and they, they, they don't understand. So very often these religions use the same phonetics, same vocabulary. They rebrand it with a new ideology, new, new story, and you have all of a sudden new religion, but it's the same phonetics. And if you trace the whole thing down, you will see that El, el Elahi, Elohim, El, um, Ilahi, Allah are all come from the same concept of cow. And if you go to Hebrew for Christians, it's just a website built by someone who gives you a very detailed point of view. Uh, I don't know who this website belongs to and I'm not using it, but I'm just giving you as information. I, I hope that you will go and do your own research on it. Do not take my word for it. And you will see um, the word uh, Alif with the cow. Um, and so my friends, Abrahamic people, Abrahamic ideologies are still praying to the cow. Even Hindus don't pray to the cow. The cow is considered sacred. The cow is holy, uh, or should I say very important because it has a scientific requirement. It's it's not just for love and fresh air to believe in God. God is, is a concept. There's no concept of God in, in, in Dharmic religions. The concept is... Um, the creator and the creator is the word for it is normally called Brahma, but um, it is a concept that is it is um, it's the creator. That means it's 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 that 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 the it's the galaxy roaming around the the, the creator, the 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 sun, the um, the solar system, and from that solar system you have another galaxy and another galaxy and and another galaxy and the multiple galaxies out there, and this is called creation, and that is what Brahma is. His creation is the electromagnetic systems, the, the, the solar system, the galaxy, and beyond. Uh, it's all a science. It is not a, a prey to blind faith. Uh, but it is to tell you that this concept of... Um, Science then got distorted due to climate change and the and the Arabian Peninsula and the Middle East going desert, which led a void, led to a void, and this void led to uh, local tribes who forgot about everything, uh, then inventing their own story and and using old terminology, phonetics to add to their the, to their uh, baggage and form the new religion out of this. In three thousand years, we've got the concept of. Uh, Abrahamic religions, Dalit, caste, uh, and all overflowed into the Indian subcontinent. So now I'm going to ask you, I'm going to stop this uh, this uh, podcast here. We're already 26 minutes into the podcast. Um, I'm going to ask you to go and do some homework on on, on uh, the concept of Arab, uh, Arabia, um, the Vedic land, the ancient concept of um, Aleph, um, Hebrew con ancient Hebrew Hebrew consonants. Uh, please go to HebrewForChristians.com because it, it gives it very clearly. There's some other many other websites, not as uh, thorough as this one though. And that's why I use it very often. Uh, but I hope that you would um, take a look at the different websites, uh, understand what L came from, Elohim, Elahi, um, uh, um, Hashem. Um, and from there, Ilahi, and from there, Allah. Um, all leading, coming out from the concept of cow, um, and how this all transferred, became into religions that 
transferred onto the Indian subcontinent. So I thank you very much for listening today. I hope you were you have uh, learned something new and um, and you could use this going forward from here. Um, obviously, if you do your research. So thank you for your time. You have a great day, great weekend, and cheers, everyone.